we have to be able to be with the material and the ideas and the things that we want our kids to be with. We have to be able to do it too. And having that self-awareness that, oh, hey, checking my phone and my device while I'm, you know, trying to do a focused activity with my child is showing them that I can't even do this. So how are they supposed to be able to do it? Welcome to the Transformative Parenting Podcast, mindset-based communication and leadership advice for highly capable, super smart parents. Because when you change the way you think about your kids, you actually change the way your kids think. I'm your host, Paula Kaywall. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode four of the podcast. And this episode is all about what it means to be disciplined. And I have to tell you guys, this does not come naturally to me and my personality. Um, I've struggled with the idea of discipline, the word discipline, all throughout my parenting journey. It has never, ever been easy for me. And to be honest, I not liked it. I did not like the word and I did not like the idea of it. That being said, um, throughout my parenting journey, I, like all of you, have had to use discipline or come to grips with the discipline and what it means to me and how I enact it. And you can't be a parent without having to deal with this. And some of us have some very big baggage around the word, the word discipline itself. And I began to explore this at one point. Why is that word so charged? Why does it um, carry so much negativity uh, with it? And as I began to explore, I came to the Latin root for discipline, which is um, discipulus or pupil, student, follower. And even today, we use this word to denote a branch of education. I'm sure you've heard um, different studies being referred to as their discipline. In older times, this word was literally used to indicate the order necessary for instruction or a system that allows one to learn. This reframe you know, thinking about discipline in this way, thinking about it deeply, meditating on it in this way, I, I began to appreciate discipline. I began to appreciate structure because as random of a personality as I can have at times, I have a very difficult time learning things or being productive without some sort of structure to hang my ideas, my creativity, or whatever it is I want to do or produce on. 
And I think that structure is valuable. And I think it's extraordinarily difficult to learn anything without structure. So being disciplined or enacting discipline means you're teaching and leading so that others can follow. And if you are disciplined, you are structuring yourself to follow a system. If you're disciplining someone else, you are teaching them so that they can follow where you are going. The best way to think about discipline is that it requires you to take the lead. In order to take the lead, you need to know where you're going and you need to have a structure in place to get there. Now, you know, if you're the kind of personality and parent that I am, this is hard work for you. This doesn't just come to you. It's not a natural state. It's something that you have to cultivate within yourself. Um, but I have found it when I've done so to be an act of compassion and self-love because I am not forcing myself into a little box or making myself do something that is completely against my nature. I allow my nature to lead and create a structure that will work for me. And so therefore, you're not twisting yourself into something else in order to be disciplined. And I think that's a really important point to make. Discipline doesn't work if you have to become someone else to enact it. Structure doesn't work if you have to be someone else to enact that structure. So that being said, what happens when we're not disciplined? Well, um, when there's a lack of leadership and structure, things are more chaotic. Does this mean that we have to know everything as parents? No, absolutely not. That is an impossibility. What is possible, though, is for us to structure ourselves and our children in a way that we can confidently navigate the unknowns and still stay balanced and centered in our greater objectives that we have for ourselves. And that's because we've thought about those things ahead of time. And if we don't think about those things ahead of time, we don't have the ability to structure um, how we want to approach things or what values we want to instill or what overall goals we may have. So to structure ourselves around aspects of our lives where we can prevent chaos, we need to do it around aspects of our lives that are actually within our control, not things that we don't control. And so what can we control as a parent becomes the question. What are the things that never change that we can control as a parent? Because that's the structure we want to hang everything on. And so the things that we can control as a parent ourselves, our mindsets, how we show up and what we expect. These are the things that are always within our control if we are being self-aware and we are taking conscious action in our lives. Does that mean that you don't sometimes go down an unconscious road or you know, just have kind of a knee-jerk reaction to something and have to rein yourself back in? No, absolutely not. You're going you're gonna to find those times where you snap into self-awareness and you go, 
oh, wait, that's not where I want to go. But the more you do it, the, the more uh, muscle you get for detecting uh, when that's happening, the quicker you notice it and the faster you come back. And so it's definitely much, much faster and easier to get on track. So getting into this a little further, we have to lead. So discipline is all about leading into a structure that um, supports something that we're trying to do. And in order to lead our children, we need to be able to leave our, lead ourselves. And so that comes back to episode three, which is a lot about leadership and how congruent we are on the inside when we're trying to lead. And, and that's an excellent episode if you have not caught that one to uh, go back to after this so that you get a little bit more about that leadership and dealing with it within yourself. We have to be able to navigate our own personalities and remain focused and grounded and centered on creating the order necessary for a higher functioning. We bring certainty to chaos by hanging our expectations on a framework of how we do what we do more than what we do. And frankly, that changes everything. The doing isn't as important as the being in all of this, because we have so much more control over our lives when we have a framework for helping ourselves cope, uh, manage and overcome, you know, whatever challenges are coming up to meet us. And that helps us, you know, press forward toward the trajectories that we want to go toward in, in life. And so what does it look like when you're trying to lead your child through something and you yourself are struggling? So let's say you're trying to lead your child through an assignment and you want your child to be focused and you want them to stay off the electronics and you're sitting there with them and your phone notifications are going crazy and you get a little bored and you're checking your phone while you're waiting for them to do something. That would be an example of not being able to show the control over your own self that you're asking from your child. And so we have to be able to be with the material and the ideas and the things that we want our kids to be with. We have to be able to do it too. And having that self-awareness that, oh, hey, checking my phone and my device while I'm, you know, trying to do a focused activity with my child is showing them that I can't even do this. So how are they supposed to be able to do it? Those are the kinds of things that we as parents need to be able to do because we can't lead where we don't personally ourselves have gone and know how to get to. And so in doing um, mindset work with the children, we have to have done the mindset work on ourselves. We need to have gone first so that we can lead. And that's a journey 
that will turn your perspectives inside out and really make you question a lot of um, what previously you thought was so important. One of my favorite tools to use whenever I want to implement a structure upon myself before I start working with or being with someone else is a tool that helps me determine how I want to show up and what I want to experience beforehand. And it asks a series of of questions. And the questions are, you know, what's the situation? Um, Who do you want to be in this situation? What do you want to feel? What is the best case scenario of what you could experience on this? And how do you want to walk away? Who do you want to be and what do you want to feel while you're walking away from this situation? I use this tool a lot because it gets down to uh, the nitty-gritty of my experience and the kind of experience I want to have. And probably one of the most impacting um ways I've used this tool is when I've had friction in relationship with other people and I've wanted to have an outcome that was really a high level love energy, compassion energy. I wanted to be able to drop all of that friction and retain myself and what was important to me. And in those times that I've used this tool in that manner, or I've used this set of questions in that manner, the, the situation has resolved itself exactly the way I wanted it to. And I knew who I was going to be, and I was congruent through the whole thing, and the outcome was fantastic. And so there's a lot of power in determining how you show up how you want to show up and what you want to experience because we are the only ones that can bring meaning to our experiences. So it's doubly important that we have a process for assigning meaning that empowers us to be our best selves along the way. You can decide that that guy dumping you in your early 20s meant that there was something wrong with you, or you can decide that that was an opportunity for you to grow and move on to something that was actually more in alignment with who you wanted to be. But the only person who's going to be able to make that determination, who can make that judgment is you. And the, the judgment you come to, the way you decide to interpret that experience is going to affect your sense of self for a long, long time to come. It's either going to reinforce a story that's not useful and not helpful, or it's going to give you an interpretation that moves you toward where you want to go. 
So this is really important because when we're disciplined and we're structured and we're determining who we want to be and how we want to show up and how that's going to come forward for us in our lives, not just as parents, but pretty much every aspect of our lives, then we're in more control over the meaning of our lives. And that is a gift that's worth giving to your children. Well, that's all for this week. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Transformative Parenting Podcast. If you'd like to go deeper than you've ever gone to become the leader your child needs, head on over to www.makeyourparentingeffective.com to learn how. 